Aloha, people of God. It's your brother, Mike Dillard, coming at you live and direct from Honolulu, Hawaii. Welcome to Fully Submitted with Brother Mike. So today, this is going... First of all, how y'all doing? Hope everyone is doing well today. I hope this message is finding you blessed. Amen. And you know that you're blessed. <laughs> okay. Uh, I hope I hope that it is. Uh, if it is, hallelujah. If it's not, you feeling like you're not blessed, even though you are blessed, you know, I pray the Lord encourage you and the Lord strengthen you, right? The joy of the Lord is your strength and the Lord has got you right in the palm of his hand. Even though, even though it may seem like all oh, hell is breaking out in your life, I want to encourage you, right? Do you know that you're exactly where you are in the Lord? In other words, you're in the palm of his hand. You're the apple of his eye. You're, you're right there. He always sees you. Don't get it twisted, right? Sometimes, Christians, we get it twisted because, you know, we want things to be all rosy and gravy because, you know, well, the Lord... He has us, right? I mean, the Lord has us and the Lord loves us. So that means everything's going to go groovy, right? No. <laughs> no, not at all. Right? The Lord said flat out, in this world, you will have problems. I mean, flat out, he said it. But for some reason, Christians, even mature Christians, you know, we still want it to go our way. And it's just not like that. You know, sometimes it will. Other times, more often than not, it just will not. There's seasons. So if you're in a season right now and you're under attack consistently, hey, be encouraged, right? You know, the Lord is with you. He's sending angelic reinforcements. He may send people across your path, right, that are praying for you. And then I found over the years that there are actually, the Lord will actually have people praying for you. There's people praying for you that you don't even know. You don't even know. You know, he might show he might show you in a dream sometimes or, uh, you know, somebody would just reach out to you and let, you know, let them know like, hey, God has me praying for you. You don't know that person. Right. However, they would get in contact with you. Oops, I don't drop my mic again. However, they would get in contact with you. You know, that's between the Lord and, you know, you and them and whatnot. But the Lord. The Lord never forgets about you. That's that's what I want to impress upon you. You're never forgotten. He never forgets about you. Even if all hell is breaking loose, the Lord is chilling. He's not stressed. He's not sweating it. He, you know, he didn't forget you. Think about this. And yeah, there's a title and yeah, we're going to get to it. But this is what immediately came up. I had no intention on talking about it, but this is what immediately came up. So obviously, you know, people need that. So you think about the scripture where Jesus was on the boat with the disciples, right? He's on the boat with the disciples and it's storming, right? It's storming. The Bible says Jesus was sleeping. The, the disciples are, you know, they're fearing for their lives. Literally, they're, you know, trying to get the water out of the boat because, I mean, it was, the storm was so bad, right? But the thing is, Jesus was there. I mean, this is not a new story. You you may have heard this, you know, a, a message that illustrated this truth before. But hey, as humans, we just need to hear things sometimes, many times before we really get it. And sometimes we just need to be reminded. So I'm reminding you, right? Jesus was on the boat with 
the disciples and the disciples weren't just like his servants these are his friends he flat out said you're my friends so jesus is on the boat sleeping with the disciple the disciples aren't sleeping you know his friends aren't sleeping on the boat they're freaking out trying to bail water off the ship right so so they don't die and then finally somebody had the idea to go go and wake him up master right hey care not that we're perishing like yo you don't care we're we're dying up here right you're not even helping you're down here sleeping right what did jesus do he got up he rebuked the storm he literally just spoke to the storm and rebuked them too right for having little faith and that was that and they marveled at him he was there right so just because your situation is hard, you've been going through it for a long time. And hey, I'm one of these people. I went through it for a long, 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 long time. I mean, years and years and years and years and years. Did I mention years? Yeah, and years. So, but the Lord was there the whole time, right? And so you just have to learn, like Paul said, right? He learned the secret to being content no matter what his situation was right whether he was hungry or or well fed or he had money or he was poor right he learned that he could do all things all things all things through christ which strengthened him why because the lord was with him the whole time right when he was on land and and not getting beat or thrown in jail the lord was with him right when he was going around to visit people's churches and they was treating them well and feeding them well and everything else, you know, the Lord was right there with him, right? When he got arrested different times and got beaten, the Lord was there with him to the point where even when that one time he got arrested and he was telling the Lord, like, he didn't want to go, you know, to the next city necessarily and preach. Why? Because he was tired of getting beat. But the Lord let him know, no, it's basically, it's not going to be like that this next time, right? But the Lord was there every single time when the ship got shipwrecked that Paul was on, right? The Lord was there, right? And Paul told those people on the ship, don't worry, like, no one's going to perish. How, he, how can he say that? Because the Lord was there with him. The Lord was there on the boat, right? The ship, it didn't stop the ship from going down. The ship still went down, but nobody perished. Do you understand what I'm saying? It was there. When Paul got bit by that snake, that viper, and the people thought that he was going to die, you know, the natives thought he was going to die. He didn't die. But the Lord was right there. You know? I mean, you couldn't see the Lord, but he was there with Paul all of that time. So be encouraged, right? If you're listening to this right now, and like I said, you know, you may be just entering a season you know where you going through it you know a storm you, you know you're going through a storm as they call it i say getting jacked up you getting jacked up or maybe you've been getting jacked up for a while and you really ready for this thing to stop the message the lesson in this message i wasn't expecting to give right here is you have to do what paul did paul learned the secret to being content see when you just quiet down you quiet down before the lord and you tell him what's on your heart i mean he wants to know what's on your heart don't try and just hold it in and do all of that you don't do that right you tell him 
what is on your heart. You tell him what's on your heart, right? That's how you give something to God. You tell him. You go to him in prayer. You worship, you know. Give it to him in prayer. Give it to him in worship. You, you can cry and tell him, right? But tell him you get it out. You get it out, right? Because he wants to know. But the thing that the thing to take away is that he is there. He is your peace. The Lord is your peace. The Lord is your portion. Right? Whether you're hungry or well fed, whether you're rich or you're poor, right? The Lord is your portion. He is always there. And how do you know that he put his spirit inside of you? If you're a Christian, if you you know, you worship God and by God I mean the Lord Jesus Christ, if if you belong to him, then he put his spirit inside of you. He's always with you. He's always with you. Even if he sound even if he seems silent at particular times, the Lord is still there. Just like he was on that boat, silent, sleeping, and the disciples are freaking out, and then Jesus just calmly got up and just took care of the situation, right? The Lord is never stressed. He's never surprised by what we're going through, right? It's not like he's just like, oh, are you serious? You're going through that? Oh, snap. I didn't even know. Thanks for letting me know. Like, no. The Lord knows everything. He's seen it all. He's figured it all out. He's got a plan for the whole nine. He's not stressed. Therefore, you don't need to be stressed. I don't need to be stressed. I can't say I always got this down now, but I've learned. I'm, I'm much, 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 much better at it now. Why? Because I get it. The Lord is there. Whether I feel him, oh, I don't feel your presence, Lord. People, Christians get so hung up on feeling the presence of the Lord. If you think about it, which you need to think about it, the Lord is everywhere. The Lord's presence permeates all of creation. So if you went to the farthest planet in the farthest galaxy away from this planet Earth, the Lord's presence is there. It, it literally fills up all of creation. So that's why the Bible says, where can I go to get away from your presence, right? Even if I went down to Sheol, you can't get away, right? I mentioned I was 500 feet under the water, you know, witnessing to somebody about Skittles. The next day, there was a big one pound bag of Skittles right there. I went to Korea where people weren't even speaking the language and God gave me favor and they was trying to feed me and they let me go downstairs on their boat so I didn't have to sit up in the dark and read the Bible. They tried to be kind and offer me an idol. Of course, I said, oh, no, my God says, no, I, I can't take no idol. Right? I'm not taking that. But he's everywhere. He's everywhere. OK, just remember that the Lord is everywhere. Even if you don't see him, even if you don't feel him. And the Lord is a spirit. So you're not always going to feel the Lord. It doesn't mean he's not there. It doesn't mean his presence is not there. Just push the I believe button, right? You are always in the presence of the Lord. You're always in the presence of the Lord. Sometimes you'll be aware of it. Sometimes you'll, you might see the Shekinah glory. Sometimes you might feel in your spirit like the Lord is here. Sometimes you won't feel that. But if you get so caught up on feeling stuff, right? Feelings are your senses. That's the realm of the enemy. That can be, you know, you can be deceived and manipulated by what you feel. And I've seen so many quote unquote mature Christians 
get hung up on it, get it twisted. I don't feel the Lord. I don't feel the presence of the Lord. Well, why are you getting caught up in your feelings anyway? He's a God is a spirit. You don't feel every single spirit. And now this is going to bring us into the topic I had originally thought I was coming on to talk about first. You don't feel every single spirit. If that was the case, you'd be getting bombarded every day. You'd be all jacked up. And here's the thing. All right. And now we we going to we going to get to this, right? Because things things are not as they appear. I don't know if that's the title that's going to stick, but that's the title I'm going with at the moment. It might change. We know how this works. So, Father, I just ask in the name of Jesus. First of all, Father, thank you so much for adopting us and allowing us to be your children. Thank you that you care enough about us to teach us these things, God, and and and, and just thank you that you're faithful and you're always with us, God. You never want us to worry. That's why you told us don't fear. How many times did you tell your people in the Bible, do not fear? Do not fear. Fear not. Be anxious for nothing. Why? You're there. You're on the throne. You are who you say you are. There's no need to worry. There's no need to panic. You're right there and you are faithful. You're not like us, right? You're not like us. Even when we say we're faithful, there are many times when we're not faithful. But you say, even though we're not faithful, you can't not be faithful, right? You can't not be faithful. That is who you are. So we thank you for your faithfulness. Father, I pray for the anointing. I pray that you would anoint this word, God, and I pray that it would penetrate the hearts of everyone that's, that's listening. God, I pray for the faith. I pray you grant everyone that's listening, God, the ears to hear what thus saith the Lord and that you would strengthen them in their inner man by the power of the Holy Spirit. I ask these things and I pray you give them understanding. Please give them understanding also, Daddy. I ask you these things in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Okay, so I said a hot second ago. I said a hot second ago that you don't need to get hung up. Don't get caught up, right? On whether you can feel the Lord's presence because the Lord is a spirit and you can't feel all the spirits that's all around you, right? You'd be getting jacked up all day long. What I want to do is make an addendum to that statement, right? You're not aware, per se, of all the spirits that you're coming in contact with daily. You do feel them, but you may not be aware of them, okay? And thus the title, or at least the temporary title, I don't feel in my in my spirit that that is the title yet. So I'm just going to say that's a placeholder. We'll just say things aren't as they appear, okay? That's not a snazzy enough title yet. But anyway, things are not as they appear in this world. See, what you have to remember is that although this world is, it's a real place and it is our reality, right? You can't say it's not real. It is real. But what you fail to realize, many people, many Christians fail to realize is that, you know, the spirit world is more real than this physical world, right? The spirit world existed before this physical world existed, right? The spiritual world actually exerts influence on the physical world it actually influences that is the greater realm the spirit realm is the greater realm 
This natural realm is the lesser realm. The spirit realm is the eternal realm. This natural realm is a temporary realm, right? There is death and there is decay. The law of decay is in effect, or people call it entropy, right? That's another word for it, right? But everything in this, this realm is dying. It is decaying. It is getting old. Nothing escapes nothing. Not a planet, right? Not a sun, not a moon, not a building, not a human, not a vehicle, nothing. Everything in this realm ages, decomposes, decays, and wastes because the law of sin and death has been enacted upon it. When Adam and Eve sinned and they ate that fruit, boom, the law of sin and death. God said, don't eat from that tree. You can eat from all these other trees, but don't eat from that tree because when you eat from that tree, you're going to die. But they didn't understand what he meant by die. They didn't understand. They thought, oh, if we eat from that, you know, it means that we'll die immediately. Satan knew that's not what it meant. And that's why he told them, well, if you eat that, you're not going to die. Right. God knows. I mean, he he had the line that he had that he that he used on them and they believed it and they both ate and they didn't. They didn't just fall over and die. Right. Like they thought they was going to do, but it meant something else all together. Right. The whole world fell when they did that. Sin entered the world, the Bible says, when they disobeyed God, the law of sin and death. So scientists can call it entropy or whatever they want to call it. The Bible says it is the law of sin and death. Okay. So in this realm, which is a created realm, which is the lesser realm and right, a non-eternal realm. This is a not, this realm is not eternal. Right? It's passing away. It's passing away. It's passing away. Right? So you have to understand what you see that looks so temp that looks so permanent isn't really permanent. It might look permanent, but it's not really permanent, right? Because this is a temporary realm. Alright? So just remember. Sorry, I'm at the beach. There's people around. What can you do, right? So anyway, so this is a temporary realm, okay? It's not permanent it's temporary so the realm of the spirit existed first right god spoke and said let there be light you know genesis 1 we see let me see if i can roll my windows up Hold on a second, yeah. so genesis 1 we see genesis 1 we see that god hold on oh it's hot hold on y'all it's almost 90 degrees i got to turn this ac on i'm gonna be here at the beach and got the windows roll up because you know hey it's the beach People come with their families. They do what they do. You know how it is. Whew, AC. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, so anyway, the greater realm created the lesser realm. All right? Remember that. This is important, right? This is important. What people get messed up is they think that what they see, the things that they see, that's all there is. Even people that have been going to church for many years, they, they get it. They get it messed up or mixed up, and it's like this is all, this is all that there is, right? Or, you know, you look at how can I say it? People have their own perception. They have their own perception. Oh wow! Uh, hold on, I'm gonna have to pray. These people just whipped out 
a bong and all types of stuff for drug parenting. Excuse me, I just I gotta pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I plead the blood of Jesus over these people, God. I, I just ask that you would bind up uh you bind up the spirit of witchcraft and and and, and pharmacaea, Father God. I ask that you would please set these young people free, Father God, in the name of Jesus. God, please help them, Lord. Please deliver them, Father God. From these spirits that are ruling their lives, God. I just ask these things in the name of Jesus, God. I pray that you would call them and that they would hear you, God, and that they would come and seek you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Just thank you so much for this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord. And his little kids with him, too, Lord. So, God, please have mercy. Jesus, Jesus, please. Oh, God. All right. Okay. Anyway. So, sometimes people think that because you're a human or because you're a certain age or you have so much experience that you know certain things and you know it's this is the way that it is but that's not the case for example right if you see like a picture think about this you're in a supermarket right and you see a picture and this can apply to guys or gals right to men or women so for example i was in the supermarket earlier i passed by there's like three you know, magazines with like, you know, really attractive black women on the cover. Then over on the other side, there's a picture of Jason Momoa, Aquaman or whoever, you know, he's on the cover, his hair's all long and he's looking all dark and, you know, kind of, kind of evil looking quite honestly. Right. But I wasn't surprised because that's the spirit that's behind him. But anyway, so the thought that occurred to me is like, oh, those women look so good. Like, oh, you want those women, right? But then, you know, I just, I rebuked it and I went on. But hours later, the thought occurred to me and it's like, you know what? And this is what prompted this, this, uh, this podcast episode. I wanted to share with you guys. Hours later, the thought occurred to me about those women on the magazines. And it was like, did I really want those women that was on the magazine? Or did I get struck by something I couldn't see? And I was like, whoa, you know what? That's a very good point. Because the truth of the matter is, I mean, they were pretty. I'm not going to lie. They were very pretty. But I was like, honestly, I didn't want those women. Just because a woman is pretty doesn't mean that I want you want. I don't want any one of those women. Right. So I'm like, wow, you know what? That's a good point. And, and, and the thought occurred to me. It's like, you have to think about it, right? To the average person, it's not like we see in the spirit. It's not like most of us walking around. You can see what's going on in the spirit. You cannot. So at face value, a magazine, a picture on a magazine just looks like a picture on a magazine. It just looks like, oh, that's all it is. It's just a picture. It's just a magazine, right? No big deal. But the truth of the matter is you have to look at what went into making that image. So, for example, the images on those magazine covers are meant to induce lust. They're meant to induce lust. In other words, there was a lustful spirit that went into, first of all, the magazine has lustful images on it. So it is a lustful magazine. It's already an evil thing. And then the image that was taken was a lustful image meant to provoke or induce a lustful response right so it's it's already and what does that mean there are spirits that went into making that thing so you have it's not just an image 
is what I'm telling you. It's not just an image. You see an image, but whatever whatever spirits went into making that image, it's actually coming out of that image. It's bombarding you. It's shooting at you. See, you can't see. We can't see all of the things. And it works the same across the board, whether it's uh, a magazine image, <coughs> you know, it's an image in a movie or a video or TV, you know, a picture, or even with music, it works the same way with music. Whatever spirit went into making that thing, those spirits are coming out of that stuff. It's almost like it's radiating, it's shooting things at you, but you can't see it. And earlier I said, like, you couldn't feel every spirit, and then I changed it and said, well, you're not aware right? You're not aware of the spirits, right? Consciously aware, but you do feel it because what happens is, you know, the scripture talks about our shield of faith and how with it, we can quench the fiery darts of the evil one, right? Right? It says that. What are these fiery darts? I've talked about this before. The fiery darts, they really are fiery darts. They really are shooting at you right? They're shooting something at you in the spirit, but how it manifests in a human is it manifests in a thought or feeling. That's how it manifests, right? But most people right off the bat, they just, they're not thinking spiritually. So they just assume the thought that popped into their head was their thought. Okay. I see images with these pretty women in these bikinis. The thought pops into my head. Oh, I want those women. But then, you know, like I said, I rebuked it. I kept going. But then later I thought about it and I know I was the Holy Spirit, you know, talking to me. Like, Did you really want those women or was it something else? Huh. I didn't want those women at all. I could see that they're pretty, but I didn't want them at all. Oh, it was something else. What was it? I got shot. Right? It was, it was a fiery dart. I was standing in line, minding my business. The images are in front of me. Boom, 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 boom. They're shooting at me. It's not what it looks like, right? It may look like it's just a magazine cover, but it is not that. There's stuff coming out of it that you can't see. So again, right? I'm minding my business. I got shot, right? The fiery darts hit me. Boo, boo, boo. The thought occurred to me, I want those women. Psh, the Lord rebuke you. I kept it moving, right? My body is not meant for such immorality. The Lord rebuke you. I just kept walking. So I used my shield of faith to quench the fiery darts. I didn't let it consume me. And so I started burning with lust or whatever. It's like, no, 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 no. I just took authority and faith and I just kept moving because I'm a new creature. I'm not a lustful man. I'm not a lustful man. So if that thought came to me, I already know where it came. It's like, get that junk out of here. But even to analyze it further, just to look at how the enemy does things, right? Yeah, let me, we're going to read some scriptures because I didn't, I didn't forget about the scriptures. Hold on a second. Okay, so Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 13. And believe it or not, I'm actually going to read this from the ESV. I know I usually read it from the King James, but 
and this I'm going to read this in the ESV. It says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand firm. Right? See, it talks about standing against the schemes of the devil. If he can get, I mean, he's got the whole world believing that he doesn't exist. And then that part of the world that does believe that he exists, he has them worship. They just flat out worship him. They think he's a rock star. They believe his lie and they think that he's this, 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 this just wonderful uh, angel that came to enlighten humans. And God got mad at him for doing that and cast him out of heaven. And these people believe that lie. They believe a lot of them believe that. And so they know that Satan is real, right? A lot of people don't believe Satan is real. These people know that Satan is real. They know he's real, right? There's no illusions that he's not real. They know that. But they don't believe the truth about him. But, you know, the Bible says that he, he basically can appear as an angel of light. So they believe his lie and they hate God. And they there's many people that follow Satan and they're believing that at the proper time, they're going to actually take over the world, right? That Satan is going to lead them all the victory over God and they're going to take over the world. And they're, you know, they, they believe this. Many of these musicians, many of the people in the entertainment industry, whether they're fashion models, actors, singers, rappers, whatever. If you see somebody covering up their eye, their one of their eyes on pictures and stuff. That's what that's about. That's all what that's about. But the devil is a lie. But see, he's got a scheme. He's got schemes. So many schemes, right? The Bible says when he speaks lies, he's speaking his native tongue, right? That's what the devil does. He is a liar. He is the liar, okay? He is the liar. So you have to understand just because you see something it doesn't mean that that's what it actually is, right? The trap is not laid in plain view of the bird the Bible talks about, right? In other words, if it looked like a trap, the bird wouldn't go in the trap. If it looked like a trap, the bird would not go in the trap. So it has to look like it's not a trap. So the devil's schemes, all of his schemes, you know, it never looks like what it really is. So because humans are limited and most of us don't see in the spirit, some of us the Lord has gifted and you can see in the spirit. So you know what I'm talking about, right? But most of us cannot see in the spirit. But if you could see in the spirit, this world would look, a, it's a very different place in the spirit. It's very, very, very different. There's things walking around that you can't see. There's things flying around that you can't see. There's all types of stuff going on that you don't see on an everyday basis. But just because you don't see it, it doesn't mean that it's not happening. It is happening, right? And so I encourage you mature Christians, this podcast is for mature Christians. I encourage you, right? Don't be deceived. 
Don't be deceived, right? 2 Corinthians 2.11 says, lest Satan should get an advantage on us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. You have to understand how the devil works, okay? And it's so very, very simple, right? Think about this. Satan is an angel. He's a fallen angel. He has fallen angels, and then he has also demons, right? But these angels have been around before humans were. They're way smarter than humans. They understand things that humans don't, and they also know that humans can't see them. <laughs> they can't see them. Think about think about if you've ever seen like the Invisible Man movie or something like that, right? The people always do evil when they turn invisible, right? Why? Because they can get away with stuff and nobody can see them. So Satan understands this. So he has things set up and because people can't see it, they don't believe that is there. And then you get somebody like me that's like, hey, actually, this is how it works. People will say, oh, you're too spooky or man, it, it ain't all of that. You too, you know, why are you so serious and everything's a demon and this and that's like, um, that's because most things are, <laughs> most things are demonic, right? Look at the world. What kind of a loving God would do this? That It's not God that, that put all this evil and is doing all of this stuff on the world. It's things that you can't see. Why, why are people picking up guns and just walking and shooting people or, you know, kidnapping kids or, you know, now we're going to beat up old ladies or whatever it is. It's like, and it, you know, and it's going on all around the world or even something as simple as what? Pushing the shopping cart. I don't care where this message is finding you. If you're in Germany and you're listening to this, you see this. If you're in India, you see this. Okay. If you're in Canada, you see this. If you're in Bangladesh, you see this. If you're in America, you see this. People pushing shopping carts with all of this stuff all in it, all around the world. That's not because they're crazy. It's because that particular evil spirit that is influencing them or, or that has just taken them over and possessed them. It started off with uh, oppression and then it moved up to possession, right? They're possessed and they just walk all day long pushing a shopping cart. Do you think that they wanted to push a shopping cart for the rest of their lives? And they're doing it not for like a couple of days. They're doing it for decades, literally until they die. There was this one lady who was very famous out here in, in Hawaii. She stayed on the street across from the naval base, Pearl Harbor. When I got here, that lady was always, she was already a mainstay. I got to Hawaii in 1989. She was standing out there. She pushed the cart around. She yelled and screamed and cursed and whatever, right? That lady was out there over 30 years. I noticed when they started doing construction a couple years ago, maybe like three or four years ago, I remember driving by one day and seeing an ambulance. And then I didn't see her anymore. And I'm like, oh man, that lady died in her sins. So for, for, for at least 30 years, I don't know how long she was on the street before I got there, but everybody already knew who she was, right? So for at least 30 years, that woman walked around pushing a shopping cart, yelling and screaming at, at the air for 30 years. Why did she do that? She was. It's not that she was crazy. It's that spirits were influencing her and had possessed that woman. And you see this same spirit all over the world. All over the world. 
right? Oh, these mass shootings are starting. Why? And it's, it's one thing if it, oh, it just happened in California or whatever, right? But no, it's going on all over the world. Why? And these are things that shouldn't need to be explained to a mature Christian, but I have to explain this, right? Because it's spirits. It's spirits that you cannot see. There's so, so, so many spirits on this planet that you cannot see. The Lord showed me and my ex-wife one time the spirits. They were everywhere. They were everywhere. I was horrified. It was like the sky was covered with them. If you've ever seen like a gnat storm or like locusts, it was like that. And you know, we thought it was bugs, but then it was like, wait, what is that? Are they like dog? What is dogs? What is that? <gasps> They're spirits. Wow. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Oh my goodness. I remember we were like terrified. We're like, we're not leaving this house without being prayed up anymore. Like, I mean, we were, that was some scary stuff, right? So just because you don't see it doesn't mean that it's not going on. So when you think that the TV show that you're watching or the video game that you are playing or you letting your kids play or some music, right? You have to understand there are spirits that went into making that stuff. It's not just music. It's not just a movie. Nothing with Satan is just anything, right? It's always meant to enslave. Everything Satan does is meant to enslave. The Bible says the enemy comes not but to kill, steal, and destroy. It's not just music. It's not just movies. It's not just video games, right? It's not what it looks like at all. It's a trap. It's a trap. I'll say it one more time. It's a trap. Okay? So I just wanted to encourage you. One, remember, just because you have a thought or a feeling, it doesn't mean that it's your thought or your feeling. Right? Something could have given you that thought. When you get hit by a fiery dart from a demon... It doesn't hurt you like a physical arrow. Why? Because it's not physical. It's spiritual. But it goes in. It pricked you. And what happens is it registers as a thought. When a spirit uh, issues a thought, a prickly dart, he doesn't say, hey, you, you, you feel like lusting after this woman. He doesn't say that. He says, oh, I sure want that woman. It always, it always is an I statement, Right. Because if something else, if something was saying like, hey, you want to do that, you'd be like, who's there? Who's saying that? But because it's invisible, you can't see it. Hello? <laughs> and it's saying I, it just registered a thought in your mind, registered. I want that woman. The devil is a lie. If you're, if you're mature, you'd be like, the Lord rebuke you. As soon as a thought pops in, the Lord rebuke you. Get out of here with that. You hit it with some scripture, right? My body is not meant for sexual immorality, but to serve the Lord, it is written. You keep it moving. But if you're not mature, then you just assume that the thought was your thought. You own that thought and then you operate from that thought. That is one of the schemes of the devil. So please learn this scheme. Lest Satan should get an advantage of you, right? Please Stop being ignorant of his devices, okay? Things are not as they appear.
Please remember that, okay? Whatever spirit created that thing, that is the spirit that is coming out of that thing at you. All right? All righty, that's it. I wanted to make this during my lunch break. And, uh, yeah, 40 minutes. All right, all right. So anyway, <laughs> I'm going to go back home and get to work in a hot second. But I definitely wanted to come out and bless you guys with this message because it's so important. You have to understand how the devil moves and then once you see how he moves it's like oh wait a minute this is too easy are you kidding me this is child's play you're trying to get me to believe x y and z come on man why because he doesn't change you know i mean his his tactics are the same tactics so once you learn it in one area what he'll do is you know he'll use different people but once you get seasoned enough, you're like wait a minute Mm, I remember this. Oh, yeah. With the Jenkins family. Yeah, yeah. They tried to do X, Y, Z. Oh, it, that's what the devil is. It's the same thing. Got it. He ain't slick, right? You have to you have to learn how to fight spiritually. Now, if you're a mature Christian and you're listening and you're well-versed on spiritual warfare, then, hey, good on you. You already know this. Please teach it to other people, okay? But if you're not, and most Christians that I come in, contact with that say they're mature they don't know this stuff they don't know spiritual warfare and so they're they're just getting jacked up and they know they're getting jacked up or they're getting jacked up and they just say well you know that's how it is and this and that and if somebody comes and tells them this stuff they say oh you're being too spiritual da, da, da. it's like wow you're just gonna stay getting jacked up you believe satan's lie and thus you're just gonna keep getting jacked up so anyway i'm off my soapbox listen i love you guys with the love of the lord blah, 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 blah. let's try this again I love you guys with the love of the Lord, <laughs> okay? I love you with the love of the Lord. And uh, please remember, always remember, submit yourself unto God, then resist the devil, and he will flee from you, okay? So until next time, aloha and be blessed.